Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, Smiling Through. The starring players... This is Lorraine Day. This is Van Heflin. And this is Aubrey Smith. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in Metro-Golden-Mayer's poignant and unforgettable love story, Smilin' Through, by Jane Murphan and Jane Cowell. It stars Van Heflin as Kenneth Wayne, Lorraine Day as Kathleen, and Sir Aubrey Smith as Sir John. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Smilin' Through. A day that started so simply, so quietly. A day just like thousands of other days. A day I'll remember all the rest of my life. It was in the afternoon. Willie, whom I'd known for years, had asked me to go for a walk with him. But we hadn't counted on the sudden storm, the thunder, the lightning, and the drenching rain. And when we looked for shelter, there was only one place. The old Wayne house that had stood deserted for so many years. Bit of luck with that fire, old girl. Logs were good and dry. Well, should be, though. They've been in that fireplace for 50 years. Mm -hmm. 
And this newspaper's been lying here all those years, too. The time. June 14, 1868. A letter to a letter that was never opened. Addressed to Jeremy Wayne, Esquire. And look, that clock, it stopped. <laughs> of course it has. If that clock were running, I'd be running, too. Willie, do you know what? There's something strange about this room. Something has happened here. Nonsense. You're letting that drenching go to your head. They shut the doors and went away. Forever as though there were a curse on the house. Oh, that's rot. They probably meant to come back. No other shutters wouldn't have been nailed up. All right, have it your will, girl. The place is haunted. Well, it might be, you know. Perhaps this place is... Uh, what was that? Oh, oh just a log. <laughs> Naturally. I knew it was, but... Wait. A horse and carriage. Do you think it's real? Well, we'll soon find out. It's in the house. It's coming closer. It might even try to... Hello. You don't happen to be ghosts, do you? <gasps> I don't think so. Are you? No. No, no. Would you like to pinch me and make sure? Uh, Look here. There happens to be a storm outside. Oh, so that's how I got wet, huh? (laughs) You people, excuse me, I'll get these letters. You must be an American. Meaning that if I were English, I wouldn't open other people's mail, huh? No, I didn't mean that. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't say this is very important. It's just an invitation. An invitation? Oh. Mr. and Mrs. Richard Clare request the pleasure of the company of Jeremy Wayne Esquire at the wedding of their daughter, Munin, to Sir John Carteret. Bart. What's a Bart? Munin Clare. Oh, what about her? She's dead. She was my mother's sister. Oh, I'm beginning to get it now. What? Well, look, it's easy. He gets the invitation. He's sitting in that chair. He gets up angrily, turns the chair over. Tosses the invitation on the desk. Says the heck with this place and goes to America and drinks himself to death. You see? But how can you be so sure? Well, if your aunt was half as pretty as you are, I'd have done the same thing my father did. Your father? Jeremy Wayne Esquire. You mean he was in love with Munin Clare? Well, you couldn't blame him for trying, could you? But who was he to compete with Sir John, uh, what's his name, Bart? It just happens that Sir John, what's his name, is my guardian. Oh, and oh. the finest gentleman I've ever known. Well, then why didn't your mother's sister marry him? She didn't marry anyone. Why not? I don't know. She died that same year. Uh-huh. Of a broken heart. She was in love with my father all the time. Now, is there anything else you want cleared up? Well, you're the most... Uh, uh, the most... Gesundheit. Oh, pardon me for speaking German. While there's a war on, you you might think I'm a spy. And that would be rather awkward, wouldn't well, it? Well, I don't care who... Who... Gesundheit. Nor did I... Nor did I say that before. <laughs> You know, maybe there's some 1868 cool cure around here. Some port wine, maybe. I'll go and have a look. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Kath. We can go. The, the rain's letting up. Oh, but, Willie, don't you think we should... We shouldn't let this spy out of our sight? Uh, huh? It's my patriot, patriotic duty to charm him and, and then trap him. Huh? Besides, he said he'd try to si- find some port wine. But, Kath... And I've never tasted port wine in my life. And don't you really think it's time I should? <laughs> Kathleen, how many times have we seen each other now? Oh, three or four, counting the time you were a ghost. (laughs) You know, I've always loved a picnic. 
This was a swell idea you had. I didn't have it. You did. Oh. <laughs> well, it's still a swell idea. Tell me something. Yeah, sure, far away. It seems so strange that you should be wearing a British uniform. Why, I'm half English. And this scrap is more or less public, isn't it? <laughs> hey, these are mighty good sandwiches. You like them? Yeah, sure I do. You know, there's just one thing that I really miss on this picnic. Don't you have any ants in England? I have some in Ireland, but I never hear from them. You have some what? Oh, now don't let's get into that argument again. You say ants <laughs> and I say ants. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Uh-oh, the doorbell. Someone just came in the shop. <laughs> Silly, if you'll just look around, you'll see it's a sheep. Well, how do you do? May I present Miss Kathleen O'Hare? And I'm Kenneth Wayne. Mr. Wayne is from America. Oh, no, but but I love it here, Mr. Sheep. Your simple life, your pretty girls. You know, in fact, there's one girl so different from any girl that I've ever met. You know, you English are the rudest people. Oh, not when you really get to know us. You think I'll... Kathleen, you, you think I'll really get to know you. Do you? I hope so. I really hope so. Very much. It was all so delightful and so new. So simple and, and so lovely. Until that night. Uncle John and the vicar were playing chess as usual. And I remember I was thinking to myself... How often have those two old friends sat there like that? How many nights through more than 50 years? And then suddenly, Uncle John looked up and growled. Come, come, Kathleen. Don't just stand there. Make yourself useful. Fill a couple of glasses. Of course. Uncle John, what vintage is this? Vintage? <laughs> That's Coburn's 96. Hmm. <clears throat> Not bad for new wine. New wine, Hoyne? Did you hear that? Well, it doesn't compare with the 47, does it? 47? What do you know about the finest port in the last century? I drank a glass of it the other afternoon. No. Who gave it to you? The man I met with Willie. But who? I'd like to know a man with a bin of 47. Well, we went into an old house to get out of the storm. Whose house? I smell a story in this. Oh, there's no sense in making a mystery. We were in the Wayne house. The Wayne House? And just then, the owner happened to arrive from America. He's here. Jeremy Wayne. No. Jeremy Wayne is dead. Dead? This was his son. He came over to join up. Dead. He's dead. Uncle John. John, listen to me, old man. Be quiet. You're here. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, please. Owen... What is it? What did Jeremy Wayne do? He doesn't wish it discussed. You'd better forget it. Forget it? How can I? You've got to tell me. I can't. I promised. I'm sorry, Kathleen. Yes, so am I. Now I'll have to ask him myself. Uncle John... Yes? I, I'm sorry I, I said anything to hurt you. Catherine, this young man, this Wayne, he's in the army, you say? Yes, he's in a camp near here. I think you'd like him, Uncle John. 
We've become quite good friends. Friends? Yes, and I'm sure that if only you'll get to know him. Be still. Yes, Uncle John. Kathleen, you must promise me never to see that boy again. But, but I can't promise that. I want to see him. Why shouldn't I? Are you in love with him? Answer me. Are you? I don't know. If I am in love with him, I don't know. We've never talked about it. I only know I can't bear the thought of not seeing him again. Now listen, my child. I'm going to tell you something you should have known long ago. It's been my fault, I suppose. But I've always dreaded talking about it. You'll be patient with me. Yes, Uncle John. It's almost 50 years ago. But I can see it as though it were only yesterday. I was young and very much in love. Moonine Claire. Even her name was beautiful. I used to say it over and over again to myself and think what a pity it was that she should lose her name when she took mine. But but she didn't. You never married. No. It was that very day she stood with us before the altar. Owen was reading the marriage service, about to pledge us to each other. And the door burst open and he strode into the church. Who? Jeremy Wayne. Flushed with wine and out of his senses with love. He loved her too. I should have known. He threatened me. I should have been prepared. As he pointed his gun at me, she flung herself forward. There was a sharp report and... And my life was over. She died. She died to save you. She lived just long enough to bid me goodbye. Poor darling. Poor dear. Kathleen, tonight you told me Wayne was dead. I'm sorry it wasn't I who killed him. Uncle John. He escaped into confusion, but I tracked him for years. For years I hunted him in my dreams. I killed him in my dreams. Now he's dead. And his son. His son. You must promise me to have nothing more to do with him. You mean it's never... I mean exactly that. It's never. The second act of the Lady Esther Screen Guild play will follow in a moment. Now, a word from Lady Esther. Do you want to look like a dream walking? Do you want to look romantic and just a little daring? Here's all I ask you to do. Apply Lady Esther Bridal Pink Face Powder to one cheek and then compare it with the other. See the completely new look it gives your appearance. See the magnetic look it gives you, a look so young and feminine, so very inviting. Bridal Pink is blended by means of an entirely new color principle which makes it intensely flattering to almost every skin it touches. And the texture of Lady Esther face powder is like no powder texture you've ever known, for it's blended by the speed and force of hurricanes, and it's so highly pulverized that the effect on your skin is beautifying beyond words. You can actually see the years slip away. Many women report they look ten years younger in ten seconds. Because it's so highly pulverized, 
Lady Esther face powder clings in a delicate film to your skin. Clings four hours and longer, yet it's light and cool as a summer breeze. It completely covers up and hides little lines and blemishes, and even makes your features seem daintier. So be sure to ask your druggist for Lady Esther Bridal Pink Face Powder. Accept no other powder, no other shade, for only Lady Esther Bridal Pink can give you that romantic look, that happy, radiant look, that look of a woman in love. Lady Esther presents the second act of Smiling Through, starring Sir Aubrey Smith, Lorraine Day, and Van Heflin. I tried. I tried so hard to put him out of my life. But then he wrote and begged me to see, just once. And I said to myself, why not, just once? He does deserve an explanation. So we met, just once. And in that moment, I knew. We both knew that nothing would ever part us again. Oh, those were wonderful weeks. Sweet, stolen days. And then, one afternoon, another picnic. I remember Kenneth was, was so strange and quiet. And I turned to him and smiled and said, What's the matter with you? Are you in love? <laughs> Who, me? Uh, how would I know? Ask me. I know. Kathleen. What, dear? I'm, um... Uh... We're, li we're leaving for France. When? Tonight. Oh, Ken, how can they? You're, you're not half trained. Well, I guess they need more men. Of course. Well, it, it it had to come sooner or later. Uh, of course. I'm sorry. How much time do you have? Well, we go to Southampton tonight. We'll be crossing tomorrow. Ken. Ken, take me with you tonight. Oh, but go Kat, back to don't... camp. Get leave to join them at the boat. Say you're going to be married. I'll go home and throw some things into a bag. But but your your uncle, what what will you tell him? I'll tell him the truth. I must now. But whatever happens, I'll be waiting for you. John, it's my move, I believe. It's a much good Lou you're in. <laughs> I can see the end from here. Uncle John, I'd like to ask you something. Jack and mate in three moves. I'll only be a few minutes here. Oh, I'm afraid this can't wait. Some of the men are going over tonight. Are they? Too bad. And I wanted to ask you about a girl, a, a friend of mine. You see, she's in love, and and if, if if he's going to France, she may never see him again alive. Well, I'd say she ought to marry him. Would you, Uncle John? Would you, even though you'd you'd been taught to hate his father? Kathleen. Oh, I meant to keep my word. I tried. I couldn't because I love him. And now we've only till tomorrow left. We're to be married before he leaves. I'd sooner see you dead. Uncle John. I'm afraid we should have expected this, darling. Kenneth. You, sir, what are you doing here? 
Your maid told me that I'd find Kathleen. Oh, Kenneth, it doesn't matter what he said. I'm going with you, of course. Yes, I... I might have expected that, too. And I might have expected this from a Wayne. Expected what, sir? If she marries you and you don't take, come back, you'll have smashed her life for a few miserable hours. But he will come back. And will have had those hours. They'll help me wait. Kathleen, if you go with him, then he can take care of you. I warn you. You needn't come back. I shall not forgive any part of it. Come on, Ken. Let's get out of here. Kath, you know he's he's right in a way. One shilling a day, that's that's all I have. Darling, we'll talk about that at Southampton. No, you're you're not going to Southampton. But Ken Because I love you. No, no, because, I won't listen. Because I won't. I'll love you all my life. Goodbye, Kathleen. Goodbye, darling. Ken! Ken! He's gone. He's gone, and he may never come back. If God is just, he never will. How can you say a thing like that? How can you when you know it? <laughs> Owen? We continue our game. John, what the devil has got into you? Go after her. Beg her to forgive you if she ever can. I haven't asked your advice. I'm giving it. I thought that boy acted most decently. So you're on his side, too. I'm on Kathleen's side, and I say you're wrong, wickedly wrong. Well, if that's how you feel, you and I can't go on as we have. You mean that, John? You're willing to sacrifice every decent human sentiment to a bitter memory that should be forgotten? You've said enough, I think. It's been a great many years, John. I'm sorry. Good night. Owen, I've missed you at the house. Almost a year. Almost a year. And you, Kathleen? I promised, Kenneth. I'll wait. Two years, Kathleen. Two years. I'll wait. I'm worried, Owen. I've been worried for months. I haven't heard from Ken since... Kathleen, I saw him today. You saw him? You saw Ken? Where? house. Oh, then he must be waiting for me. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, you... you... You've made me the happiest girl in the world. I wonder. I wonder, should I have told her the rest? Kenneth! Ken! Kathleen! Oh, it's not you. It can't be. I can't believe it. Oh, my sweet, to have my arms around you again. Oh, Ken. Ken, darling. You, 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 you might allow me to stand be. Be a gentleman, Owen you know. Owen told me you were here. I ran over. Oh, did you think I'd walk? Oh, darling, darling. I've waited so long. In these last three months, when you didn't write, I, I thought such awful things. I thought you couldn't write. You were hurt. But you weren't, were you? And the war's nearly over. It is all, all the papers say it is. Well, it is for me. You don't have to go back. Well, then you must have been wounded. No, no, I was, no. Then I... I don't understand. Well, after all, I, I am an American and... and uh... Oh, I want to get into the American army. Oh, no, not, not exactly. You know, it isn't any fun out there. Rats and mud and... And uh, your pal's getting killed. You talk as though... 
Oh, but you couldn't mean that. Not with a captaincy and a, and a decoration. Well, I uh, did my bit, and enough's enough. I'm going back to America. America? Yeah, the boat train, 10 o'clock tonight. Well, then... Well, then you... There's no reason why why we can't... Kath, you... Uh, you might not like it in America. Oh, I would. I'd like it anywhere you I would. know, but uh, this is your home. You, you'd like it here. Well, of course I do. Well, you see, I'm right. Funny how bad we felt that night I left. Boy, was that love or wasn't it? What a shame we had to grow up. Ken, what are you saying? What's happened to you? I've been to war. Oh, darling, don't joke. Please, don't joke. Look, don't Kath, scare me. let's don't... Let's don't... Uh, when a thing is over, it's over. Over? It's over. Then why did you come here? Did you want to make sure you didn't love me? I'm sorry, Kathleen. I've, I've, I've changed. That's true. You have changed. Well, three years and you changed. That's that's all. I'm sorry, Kenneth. I didn't mean to embarrass you. I've been quite stupid, haven't I? But I won't be. Not anymore. Not anymore. Kathleen. Kathleen. John, you're wondering why I came to see you. I've asked no reason. Just say you're on my side again. We'll forget these three years. No, there's something I must tell you first. Kenneth Wayne is here. Kenneth Wayne? I saw him at the canteen. He's badly wounded. He's leaving for America tonight. Why do you tell me this? Because he thinks it isn't fair to even see Kathleen. He made me promise not to tell her the truth. But you could tell her, John. There's no need to see anything further. John, when she lay dying... Oh, please. She told you she'd wait for you until you came to her. If God is just, you never will. Kathleen? Kathleen? Is that you? I'm leaving this house. I just came to get my things and tell you I hate you. You... You've seen him? Kenneth Wayne? Yes, I've seen him. But I won't anymore. What happened? You must tell me. I'll tell you. It will make you very happy. He threw me over. What? You knew that someone loved you. You were sure of it. You had that memory, at least. I have nothing. Nothing. Kathleen, my child. Kathleen, listen. He's wounded. What do you mean? He's not wounded. But he is, and badly. I saw him. Why didn't he tell me? He didn't think it fair. He thought you'd marry him out of pity. Owen told me. Then... Then that was why. Oh, then he does love me. He does. The train leaves at ten. You'll have to hurry. Yes, I must. I'll have to catch him. And Kathleen? Yes? I hope I... I I'd be very happy if you could possibly bring him back with you.
to me as she drove by. She told me to come here, John. Well? Where is Kathleen? On her way to the station. She'll be coming home? They'll be coming home. I'm glad, John. I'm glad. Owen, if you haven't forgotten what you knew about chess... <laughs> Certainly not. Well, then, I've never touched the board. You had the whites. And I believe it was your move. <laughs> Van Heflin, Sir Aubrey Smith, and Lorraine Day for your memorable performances. Thank you, Mr. Myers. I love the story of Smiling Through, and I can say for all of us, we love this program. We all know what magnificent work is being done by the Motion Picture Relief Fund and its country house. We know that work is made largely possible by this Lady Esther Screengill show, and we're all proud to share in it. Now, before we tell you about next week's show, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities. Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Day. Ladies, do you know that dry, clinging flakes on the surface of your skin can be the cause of plenty of trouble? They clog the tiny pore openings. They ruin the effect of your face powder. For powder cannot cling smoothly to a rough, flaky skin. But you can remove those stubborn, clinging flakes so easily with Lady Esther four-purpose face cream. Here's all you do. Just rub Lady Esther face cream well into your skin. Wipe it off gently, but completely. Then run your fingertips over your face and feel the difference. Feel how the ragged, clinging flakes are gone, completely absorbed and removed by Lady Esther face cream. Feel the new silken finish of your skin, the petal-like smoothness on which powder and makeup look so clear and fresh. Lady Esther face cream gives your skin a complete beauty treatment every time you use it. First, it thoroughly cleans your skin. Second, it softens your skin, absorbs the dry flakes. Third, it helps nature refine the pores. And fourth, it leaves a smooth, perfect base for powder. If you have the courage to look ten years younger, if you have the courage to look daringly romantic, try this. First apply Lady Esther face cream. Wipe it off completely. Then apply Lady Esther face powder in bridal pink, the new shade that women say makes them look ten years younger. Lady Esther Bridal Pink, the new shade that gives you that happy, radiant look, that look of a woman in love. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present The Voice of Bugle Ann. It will star Martha O'Driscoll, Noah Berry Jr., and Lionel Barrymore. Be sure to listen. Lorraine Day appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Golden-Mayer, producers of the Technicolor musical Thrill of a Romance. Van Heflin, who has just returned from service is resuming his career at Metro-Golden-Mayer Studios, producers of the Technicolor picture, Anchors Away. Sir Aubrey Smith can now be seen in the United Artists' release, and then there were none. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Ted Myers speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.